You're listening to The Thrive Podcast with your host, Kathleen Drennan, corporate executive turned creative entrepreneur. Listen in as Kathleen shares all the things about marketing, money, and managing your mindset. She'll provide you with the tools and templates you can use today to help grow your business and move one step closer to creating your best life. Ladies, you got this. Does anybody else feel like time is moving particularly quickly? Because we have nothing to really measure time by anymore and absolutely have gone full circle in terms of figuring out and trying to remember what day of the week it actually is. But the good news is, we all know, it's Tuesday. If you're listening to this, it's Tuesday night, Tuesday during the day, but then having said that, maybe it's Wednesday. Maybe you're listening in April 2022, and you're like, oh, row, row, you're so two years ago. But here we are, people, in the midst of it. And what has been quite fascinating is talking to some of my students all over the planet and realizing every country is sort of in a slightly different cycle, a slightly different phase. And I will tell you right now, I feel pretty proud to be an Australian, pretty proud at how the humans in this country are managing this situation. And at least here in my little town, Nobody that I know of yet has gotten into a fistfight over the lack of toilet paper. Although I'm sure that they actually have. I'm sure that the poor people that work at the grocery stores have suffered quite a bit of verbal abuse. And I'm glad to see that they are now enlisting security guards because that's what humanity needs right now. But not the point. We are currently... If you're listening to this anytime in the future, midway, early way, I would say early stages of quarantining, getting through, settling into a routine of staying home, hanging out in Zoom with all the people, tapping into all of the online education, videos, learn how to do things, watching all the things on Netflix to pass the time. But what's really good is I kind of like the way Australia has really just settled in. Settled in for the long haul and realizing who knows what the rest of 2020 is going to look like. Who knows if we're ever going to do a wedding again. Who the heck knows. And I have 100% come to terms with the fact that it's okay not to know. I can only plan for this week. I can only plan for how I want to spend my time. And I can only spend so much time worrying about the future and how many things I am realizing we cannot control, but on the flip side, just how many things we can control. And on that topic, I wanted to talk to you about a boot, the boots. No, that's not true. But I wanted to talk to you about jumping into everyday flowers and why it could be a really good idea, even If you've been focused in on weddings and events for the last 20 years, because that, my friend, is what a lot of you are doing. And it's not the worst idea on the planet. In fact, I would recommend it's a really good idea. And I want to talk you through five skills you will learn if you jump in 
to getting into doing everyday flower deliveries. The current lay of the land here in Australia is that floral designers have all closed, well, I shouldn't say all, most of the floral designers have closed their physical shops to customers. If they have opened it to customers, they are allowing one customer at a time. But most floral designers have actually closed their shops, but they are taking orders over the phone, taking orders online. And I will tell you what, people, of the floral designers that I have been talking to in Australia, they are doing very well. Yes, a lot of people are sending flowers because they cannot be with their loved ones in any capacity when major milestones happen. Somebody has a birthday, somebody has a baby, somebody gets a new hip, somebody moves into a new house, somebody launches a big project. People's lives are still continuing and it's human nature to want to send flowers in response to celebrating or recognizing the good things that are still happening in life. And people are sending more flowers more often because they are not in with their families in real life. So good old Auntie Jean and her, on her 70th birthday, poor lady is stuck with her husband staring at each other and nobody's around to eat cupcakes, light the sparklers, chime the whatevers. But little Bobby could send some flowers. Kids can send flowers. Friends can send flowers. So many people could send her flowers to say, I love you. I am thinking of you. So the counterintuitive thing is that one of the greatest money-making opportunities at this moment in time is actually getting into the everyday flower delivery business. Now, I know there are a handful of you over in New Zealand who are going to say, but Kathleen, we don't have access to flowers. Here's the thing. I'm cautiously optimistic that you will have access to flowers soon-ish. But one of the things I want to talk through today with you is the whole idea of marketing and sales when it comes to building up the volume required to make everyday flowers worth your time and energy. It's a totally different beast than if you're focused in on workshops or if you're focused in on weddings. So let us get into five super helpful things to know, super helpful skills to learn just by jumping into everyday flowers right now. Here's the thing, the bottom line, even if you are focused in on $15,000, $20,000 weddings, there are actually some incredibly valuable skills you can learn by shifting your focus to everyday flowers. And there are so many untapped skill sets that I am recognizing that those of us who have worked in everyday flowers and busy retail shops take for granted and realize that a lot of other people are missing. So here we go. First things first, biggest benefit to jumping into everyday flowers is that makes you build up your speed. You will be put under pressure. In a different instance, there will be people coming into a shop, you might be running a pop-up, and it might be that somebody's going to literally stare at you for 15 minutes while you make something. But in the current climate, more likely somebody will have ordered flowers, and you have your deliveries headed out the door at 11.30, and you want to just get this one more delivery in, this person calls at 10 to 11, you know you can make that order happen, and you know you can do it quickly. So actually building up your speed is a very, 
valuable skill set to have, regardless of what sector of floristry you would normally be focused in on. And part of it is just going through the volume of orders, because even if you're making four $80 bouquet orders in a day, you could smash that out in less than an hour and a half, versus... If you're just starting out with weddings and events, you might spend an hour and a half just on one bridesmaid's bouquet. So really opening your eyes and understanding that speed is a skill. And part of it is that it just takes repetition and it just takes practice. If you go and work with somebody for Mother's Day and you do a hundred orders, you're that much further along in terms of getting efficient and faster at making anything. And it doesn't matter whether it's your traditional style or you're working for somebody else, really helpful to get more orders and more volume under your belt. Every time you pick up a flower, every time you make a bouquet, it's going to make you faster. And that is really, really helpful in the grand scheme of building a flower business. It was very normal for us in the shop if somebody would walk in and say, oh, hey, I'm just about to stop over at my grandma's house. Can you make me a $150 bouquet? Yeah, no problem. If you can come back in 20 minutes, we'll have it ready to go for you. Need something just, you know, just a little something for the hospital? Give me 10 minutes. No problem. That pressure, that time pressure actually works to your advantage. Because we had a very high standard of quality. And we knew we didn't want to keep customers waiting. Because every customer that comes in off the street, they're going to think that flowers come from a machine. They're going to think that you can read their mind and that you knew they were going to go to the hospital exactly 11.47 on a Thursday. Mm -mm. But that whole ability to do things quickly really comes in handy when you're then switching gears and having to set up for a wedding. Because having to deal with uncertain weather, having to deal with somebody who thought that they ordered five buttonholes and only ordered four buttonholes, all of it is about being able to solve the problem really, really quickly. Being able to do orders quickly is one of the secrets to running a hugely profitable flower business, regardless of what type of floristry you're focused in on. Being able to make orders quickly is incredibly important. And so many wedding floral designers think, oh, well, I've got all day. That's fine. You might have all day, but I don't know if you want to spend all day actually making flowers because there's only so much creative energy that we have in the run of a day. And knowing you can get all the work done in four hours as opposed to all the work done in eight hours, yes, please sign me up. So one of the greatest benefits of getting into the world of everyday flowers is that it's inherently going to increase your speed. You can get to the point where you have figured out what you want your formulas to be, where you figured out what you want your kind of go-to structure to be, practice your wrapping, it all comes in super handy. So although you might jump into everyday flowers, let's say for Mother's Day this year in 2020, that practice, getting that skill set built is really helpful even if you decide to pivot your offering again in the future. Number two. Number two skill developed focused in on everyday flowers is getting really smart with product usage. Quite literally, if you're focused in on weddings and events, you might stand there and be like, oh yeah, well, I can just put in one more rose. It's fine because all of these flowers are for the wedding. But 
when you're focused in on everyday flowers, you are worried about the bottom line with every order that goes out to customers. It's literally like if you were in a restaurant and somebody said, can I order a hamburger? And you decide to just throw in an extra patty. Or you decide to just throw in another order of fries. You decide to just hand out an extra brownie with every single person that orders. This is not how you run a business. Being able to get the most out of every single bunch of flowers that you get in from the grower or the wholesaler is an incredible skill set to have. Knowing how to make a $60 bouquet out of two different colors of gerberas and three different colors of roses is a very valuable skill set to have because it will actually push your creativity into new spaces. I remember we used to make some of our most interesting and fun work in the last two hours of Mother's Day Sunday because we would literally wander around the shop and go, what else have we got? What other dried ingredients can we use? What other succulents can we pull out of the pot and wire? Okay, I've got one piece of gorilla, two roses, one succulent, a little bit of foliage. What can I do with that? It absolutely pushes your creativity in such an incredible way. And no, you may not love everything that goes out, but you will be content enough with everything that leaves the shop because it's going to have your name on it but you might also completely open your eyes to realize oh I did not really expect these two things to look good together but simply by including this foliage over here I can really make it happen all of a sudden you may have a new favorite combination of things so really embracing and challenging yourself to make money out of every stem that comes into your studio is so important because the thing with everyday flowers and $60 bouquets flying out the door is that if you decide for funsies that you want to throw in an extra lily or an extra rose stem in every single order you're literally eating the money from your own profitability right off the back of that skill number three more versatility in terms of becoming a designer so often most people will go to the market and they'll just pick all their favorite ingredients and that's all they're ever going to use. Same formulas, time in and time out again. But by taking the plunge and getting into everyday flowers, you really actually start to push your own understanding of how different combinations of flowers could be used together. If you have a hot pink gerbera and a yellow rose and green button crizzies, you're like looking at this going, this is a little bit gaudy, but how can I tone it down? How can I make this interesting? All of a sudden, you might be looking at your collection of dried ingredients and go, hmm, I could actually make this work. This is quite interesting. I don't hate this. It truly opens your eyes to new possibilities. And looking at it like a creative challenge and going, nope, I'm here to become a better designer is absolutely the name of the game. You will truly come up with some really unexpected and unusual combinations. But I will tell you what, something that comes out the other side, you might say, oh my God, this is totally my new favorite thing. So really understanding how to make the most of your products and understanding how to prioritize what's come in the door first because your inventory needs to be managed on a first in, first out basis means that you have to put that pressure on yourself to be able to make 
the most of your product usage. And on top of all of that, you'll also actually really learn from a personal designer point of view what you really like. Here's the thing about everyday flower deliveries is sometimes you're going to put things out the door where you're like, oh my God, I don't know if I absolutely love that. I am okay with my name being associated with it, but it's not going to be front and center on my Instagram feed because everyday flowers is about catering to a broader audience of people. But while you're doing all of that in the back of your head or off the side of your workbench, you can have a little notebook And when somebody has ordered a $150 table arrangement to go to Auntie Jean for her 75th birthday, you are going to make the best gosh darn table arrangement that you can. But you could also make a few notes to yourself and go, ooh, I like this 80%, but what would make it better? What would make it the extra 20% better would be three garden roses or three scabiosas or five of these or four of those or just a little added something. If you make a note of that recipe and you price it out, that could then become one of your go-to pieces or your go-to designs for your own wedding menu. So jumping into the world of everyday flowers is an incredibly valuable and eye-opening opportunity because it's also going to give you the chance to experiment, play around with some different ingredients to re-evaluate and look at your own wedding design menu. You can use it almost like a little bit of an intentional practice session knowing the customers are actually paying you for it. It's crazy, people. Two birds, one stone. If you go in with the intention of wanting to maximize product usage, experiment with different color palettes, really open your eyes to unique textures and combinations, it's like you've just sent yourself to a whole other design workshop, but you haven't had to pay for it. And in actual fact, you're getting paid to do it. Yes. That's right. You can actually learn a thing or two if you decide to jump into everyday flowers right now. However, I will tell you right off the back of all that goodness, one of the major things that you will learn when you jump into everyday flowers is what an entirely different beast, an entirely different offering it is, and an entirely different group of customers that you're actually going to be managing. Attracting customers for everyday flower orders is actually an entirely different job than it is for attracting customers for weddings. There might be some overlap, and yes, it all has to do with beautiful flowers, but it's very possible, totally possible, that your customers will actually find you through Facebook, through Google Maps listing, or through search engine optimization. Whereas for most weddings and events, it might be that your customers are actually finding you through Instagram. So different group of customers different purchase behavior, a different path to purchase means that you need to conquer a new suite of marketing skills. It is a different marketing challenge. It's very normal to think, oh, well, I've posted a couple of bouquets on Instagram, so why aren't the orders rushing in? Well, are your customers hanging out on Instagram? In most cases, I would argue more than 80% of the time, customers who are ordering flowers online are actually ordering from a floral designer that they found on the Googles. 
Yes, some people will find you through Instagram, but most customers will actually find you on Google. The easiest way to get more orders in the door is to set up a very easy to use, self-sufficient online catalog. Yes, you heard me right, an online catalog. I do talk about this in a huge amount of detail and literally lay it out for you step by step. I give you the exact catalog to follow, the price points to include, how to name your products, the product descriptions to use, all of it. Literally all of it is in the website masterclass. So if you've gotten your pretty little hands on that thing, go in, check it out, follow it step by step. Because it is all based off of a website that turned over more than $100,000 in 12 months. And remember that $100,000 is in a itty bitty teeny weeny town. Teeny weeny town. So if you live in an area that has more than 45,000 people in it, it is very possible for you to build a website that turns over even more than $100,000 in a year. Trust me, friends, it's 100% worth the effort. So if you haven't yet gotten your pretty little fingers on the website masterclass, you can do that. The link is in the show notes. Or if you're on my Instagram profile, the link is in my bio. Go in, sign up. It's all in there. Quite literally, if you follow it step by step by step, you'll be set up for magic making. So one of the easiest things that you can do to get more orders in the door is to set up a very clear online catalog and make it easy for your customers to buy from you. I will also tell you, if your number one marketing channel to date has been Instagram, Get into the habit of becoming incredibly repetitive. I want you to be talking about getting into everyday flowers every single day. I want you to be posting about it on your Instagram stories every single day. I want you to be planning out 14 days of posts on your Instagram feed to remind your customers to place their orders for Mother's Day every single day. I want you to become a broken record and become as repetitive as possible. Whoever is the most repetitive will get the most orders and will win. Mm Mm-hmm. It's that simple. So skill set number four that you will develop if you decide to jump into Everyday Flowers now or if you decide to amp up your Everyday Flower game right now is really beginning to understand the power of marketing and sales because you can particularly when it comes to everyday flowers, sell anything to anyone. Here's the thing, people. Our customers have no idea where flowers come from. They have no idea what goes into making a flower arrangement. If you can do everything in your power to educate your clients on where your flowers come from, what goes into making an arrangement, solving their problems as being as helpful as humanly possible... People will buy whatever it is that you are selling. Yeah, so even if a guy phones and says, I'm looking for a dozen red roses. Oh, sir, I'm so sorry we just sold out, but I do have a beautiful mixed bouquet in hot pink. Oh, sounds wonderful. (laughs) I say that because it's true. So learning how to sell 
in the world of marketing for everyday flowers is an incredibly valuable skill set because it'll make you realize how little the average person knows about flowers. And if you can get your website set up so that people can order online, then you can go to sleep, get the orders in the door, make the arrangements, deliver them. Thanks so much for coming. Let's do it again tomorrow. And skill set number five is really embracing the idea of just evolving or pivoting your business. One of the greatest opportunities at hand for us right now as floral designers is to set up our business to be able to do everyday flower deliveries with contactless delivery, to be able to play Santa Claus so that somebody can order flowers for Auntie Jean for her 75th birthday and we can deliver them and they will be beautiful. And knowing we are supporting the domestic flower market. One of the most amazing opportunities that is coming out of this whole quarantine experience is the fact that it's really going to be able to shine the light on domestic flowers. So often, our customers assume that peonies are available 365 days of the year. But now, the only people who have access to peonies are the people who have countries where peonies are being grown. So what's amazing is that we can use this opportunity to show our clients the other 9,000 types of flowers available to them this time of year. And you can showcase anything that is locally grown or domestically grown. What an amazing, amazing opportunity for the domestic flower market. It literally makes me want to jump for joy. The whole idea of being able to support local growers, to be able to support the mom and pop shops that are out there growing their dahlias on two acres of backyard, (laughs) growing their natives on one acre their little family farm, this is going to be an amazing, amazing time. And you, as a floral designer, can play your part. I literally believe if every designer in the country could jump on the bandwagon, get into everyday flowers, step up their marketing and sales game, we could sell so many domestic flowers. It will blow your mind. And I know You might be sitting there going, oh, but Kathleen, I'm only a Phalaenopsis orchid imported rose colored mum type of designer. Well, please see points one through four. And knowing this is an opportunity where you can increase your skill set, use different ingredients, experiment with new color palettes, play around, make your customers happy, play Santa Claus, learn marketing and sales from an everyday flower florist designer point of view so many opportunities to push yourself into the deep end and get out of your own comfort zone and pivot your offering right now I have heard from a couple of you guys in the last week that you have already shifted your offering. You're getting your online catalog sorted and taking the plunge and getting shit sorted for Mother's Day and you already have hundreds of orders lined up So people, if you're sitting there feeling sorry for yourself, wondering what you're missing, wondering what your next move could be, think about jumping into the world of everyday flowers. And if you're in one of the countries where you do not actually have access to locally grown product, do a little bit of research, see what the government, the actual government, is saying around when they might lift 
the shelter in place requirement and or allow you to have access to locally grown product, know that you are going to conduct yourself as professionally and contactlessly as possible, but plan for the opportunity that you might be able to be able to do something around Mother's Day. It is 100% worth the effort because you literally have nothing to lose. Literally. Being able to set your website up website up, sort through an online catalog, figure out what it is that you want to be selling, learn the marketing, learn the sales. It is 100% worth it. And I keep thinking about Auntie Jane sitting there on her birthday, surrounded by hundreds of dollars worth of flowers. I think she could have the best birthday ever. And you can play a part in that. So if you haven't yet jumped into the world of everyday flowers... I highly recommend that you think about it. Get yourself sorted. And remember, if you want to learn how to do all the website things associated with the Everyday Flower audience, it's all in my website masterclass. I am including the link to the website masterclass in the show notes so that you can sign up, grab it, sit down, get your button to gear and start making money. And... I will also say, if you're listening to this and you're out connecting with nature, getting your daily exercise allotment, take a little screen grab, post it to your Instagram stories, tag me, because I'd love to see where you're hanging out and what's going on and what's shaking. And if you're out walking the dog, even better. And last but not least, if you know somebody who might benefit from listening to this podcast, be sure to share it with them. Share the love, share the goodness. We'll make it through. This too shall pass, my friends. Sending you all the love, all the light. Have a beautiful day. And I will talk to you again next week. Bye for now.